All opinions and views expressed on this podcast do not reflect official policy or position of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or the United States government. Welcome back, Engagers. The floor is yours. Rafi, what you got for me, man? So, like, woof the huddles and everything is that we're talking about. Like, one, like, like a lot of our, I want to explain real quick, like, what a guard mount is. So, like, think about, like, for people who don't know what a guard mount is, um, think about your standing in formation and, and, like, literally you're going back in time to, like, your basic training and your standing in formation and everyone's information and the, the flight chief calls everyone to, to attention, does roll call and then puts you at, at ease or however they normally do it, but or do it does an in-flight inspection open ranks so that that happens in guard mount too sorry yeah, yeah there's a whole open ranks and stuff like that and that happens every day um in 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 our career field but um with with the huddles what i wanted to point out is like uh, a lot of career fields are actually are, are doing these huddles and they're trying to do them the issue is it's still not working right like so like for a lot of these people like it's not working and the reason why it's not working is because the end goal of what they're trying to do when they're like hey like let's do this coaching method and so on like that the end goal of what they're trying to do is get feedback right like so like like we we talk about like a lot about like feedback well like there is one thing that you have to realize like feedback needs to actually be feedback and needs to actually be something that that is worthwhile if your feedback is to try to change someone who who they are personally then it is not good feedback so for example if your feedback is just like hey you're awkward um, that is not feedback. That is just, <laughs> <laughs> that is you just thinking like you don't like this person. So therefore like you should not actually give that, that type of feedback. Cause that's going to degrade from, from what it is. Another one too, is we're living in a society now, like in, 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 in corporations and so on like that, where, 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 we're putting the the introverts at this uh, on this pedestal like they are the greatest thing ever since sliced bread and then we're putting all the extroverts like as if they are they are terrible that is not what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be putting them on the same pedestal as like hey you have qualities that are good and you have qualities that are good so when you're giving feedback and someone is an extrovert or an introvert you should not be trying to change who they are to do it unless it's like like hey like you need to be more aggressive because you're about to go into a house and grab someone and get them out of there. That is a different story. So at that point, like, like, yes, you do need to, that is, that is a good type of feedback. But if your feedback is like, Hey, you're, you're full of energy and we just need you to dial it down. That is not good feedback because I will tell you right now. So like me being personally, me, a lot of people don't know is I am very much the definition of an extrovert. Like I like to go out. I like to have fun. I like to be around people. I talk fast. Um, that is who I am. If you come to me and you give me, you give me anything that is going to make me an introvert, it is not good feedback. Now, if you give me, give me feedback and it's towards the job, then that, yes, that is, that is good feedback. Like that is what you need to be doing. You need to be getting feedback towards what the actual job is and not towards what the person is. Cause if you are just attacking someone or like, if you do it to me and they, they're very self-aware, I'm just going to say, thank you. That is all I'm going to say. And then all your feedback literally like went in one year and out the other because it was nothing like you gave me nothing worthwhile. Now, if you give me something that is worthwhile and you come in and you tell me like, Hey, when, when you are talking to children, you need to come down and take a knee and get on their level. So you can talk to them. That is a different level of feedback, right? Like for when we talk about like law enforcement, think about it for our viewers, think about like law enforcement, taking a knee down and getting to their level while you talk, while you talk to them will make a bigger difference than, than just standing over them and talking to them. So, so that is a, that, that is what I want to get at. Make sure your feedback, actually, if you are doing these types of things and you're wondering, well, why is it not working? 
well, sometimes maybe the feedback that you guys are giving to each other is not really feedback. And you guys are just slaughtering each other day in and day out, like, <laughs> like in the form of, and, and masking it in the form of feedback and just giving microaggressions and calling it feedback. That is not, that is not going to work. So that's what I yeah. want to guys. And I think Kalen, we talked about your thankfuls and, uh, and truthfuls or whatever, whatever new term I, I I'm allowing you to coin for that. <laughs> just kidding. Um, what, what, whatever it is, uh, I, I think that's the, the effort behind it was, um, yeah, you got your thankfuls, but like uh, the, the honesty about it is not so I could be like, well, Kalen, you suck. It's for me to be like, hey, here's a situation that happened this week or in the last day or two. Uh, it bugged me. I'm sorry that I didn't get to it sooner, but like this, I need to talk to you about this because uh, – I, I'm trying to think of an example. I know we've had them plenty in our friendship, but like whatever the issue is, right? Like you, you, you keep, you keep coming in late to work every day and you're not talking to anybody about it. Uh, and, and it's bugging me. Like I, like I, I need to, like my only suggestion is you come in early or, or you address the team and, and tell me what's going on uh, or tell us what's going on because it's, it's that simple. Like, but it's, it's irritating the entire team. Um, like what, can, can you talk to me about it? Can you tell me what's going on? I'd like to think that a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, hey, man, we're talking one-on-one. -on -one. I am having these issues. How do I bring this up to the team? How do, uh, how do you suggest? Uh, like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware that I was doing these things. Like, it's, it's in order to have that feedback that kind of goes uh, um, to, to build the team more. Uh, and, and if you have these truthfuls and, and, and thankfuls, it should be a lot easier to discuss things like that when, when the, when the problem does arise. Um, and, and yeah, exactly that, Rafi, like just telling somebody they're awkward, even though when you stopped, when you said that, I immediately had the moment of, I'm pretty sure everybody on this podcast staff to include the guest right now has just looked at me and said, Hey Chip, you're pretty freaking awkward and left it at that. And, and I've had to sit at it, but then also I've also heard the, Hey Chip, you're, you're pretty awkward. And, uh, here's why here's 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 why it, that came off as awkward or here's what you did that like because you're such a weirdo chip and you're such a unique person i understand that you thought this was normal but this is not normal for most people um uh, and here's why and i wish i had a better example other than being very vague and generic like that but like there, there's like me having that support or me having a team around me or any of us having that kind of a team around you that can be like hey you messed up um uh, or, hey, this is not your perception is off on this. And I'm, I'm letting you know. And me being the person to understand that, like, oh, OK, I that is my perception. And I did screw up here. So, like, let me address that. And, and um, you know, that wasn't my intention that that action didn't I wasn't trying to create awkwardness or uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable things right there. I, I was just trying to be myself and, and just thought that that's how everybody else thought, which, uh, you know, it's, it's a little. Um, it's a little weird to have, especially when you're talking about understanding other people's perspectives all the time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what you have to add to that, Kalen, or if you've got something to add to that. Uh, I just want to say... I, I rambled quite a bit. Uh, no, no, you're good. And, uh, I'll say this, Chip. You're not awkward, man. You're awkwardly awesome. That's what Because <laughs> we all yeah. bring something to the table, right? And like we all contribute to something, but 
um to go back to like what ralphie was saying yes introverts extroverts so on and there's all types of different people and qualities that are out there but um you have to find what connects with somebody right you have to find those different styles of leadership that that they will answer to right if if you are one type of leadership style with every single person the way that you deliver feedback you will always fail you will always fail because you have to find the matching pro the matching style, the matching way to communicate with somebody to what they're going to re be receptive to and how you can coach them through that. Um, right. I have introverts and extroverts of who I work with and the way that I talk with them, the way that I coach them, the way that I deliver feedback is different with them every single time. And I've been able to learn that and still learn that every single day by failing and realizing like, oh, I didn't connect with them. I gave a lot of effort into something, but that wasn't the way. They're not responding to that. Vice versa, people have given me feedback before, and I, one of the one of the first ways that I shut down um, in one scenario at a work center that I was at was was coming from Ramstein, and I was told uh, to slow down, to slow down, and I could not stand that because <laughs> they told me. I, I'm not laughing at you, brother, but I'm laughing because I remember I know how you operated there. Sorry. And then you were a hundred miles an hour every day. Well, it was not only that, but they wanted me to slow down as in like uh hey, you know, culture and 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 teaming and and teaching PDSs and stuff. We don't we don't do that here. We don't we're, we're not we're not about that. So slow down, like adapt to your environment. And I felt that I was adapting well, but I realized there was, at the team that I was in at the time, there was things that we need to improve on. People were disconnected. There was no psychological safety. People were studying the climate of the organization. There were leaders and people wearing certain ranks that were not, in, they were not intrusive. They were not part of the team. They were out of the team, but yet they wanted to say that they owned the team, which I don't know why you would need to say you owned a team in the first place, but I was told to slow down and it shut my brain off. And it absolutely like at that point in time, I also made a mistake as a follower. I put a block right in front. I said, barrier, I'm going to put a barrier because now I can't trust you. If you're going to tell me to slow down any type of environment you step into any climate that you invite, that you step into that looks at your profile, looks at you and says, slow down or stop that. When the intent is to build the team it's to enrich the team and to connect the team you're not in a trust-based environment yet. You can be, right. you can break those barriers, but at that time, you're not in a trust-based environment. So stay the course, persevere, continue to endure. Uh, one of my favorite books by Ryan Holiday, The Obstacle is the Way. That is the way. Go through the obstacle. Endure the things that are difficult to see the journey that you've traversed the, the, that time before to where you are present and all the things that maybe you've achieved with your team. Um, but again, Chip, you're not, all of us have our things, dude. You're not awkward by any means, dude. You're awkwardly awesome, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we all are awesome in our own ways, uh, for sure. Everybody, uh, listeners, you know, people we've interacted throughout our lives. I, I don't think any of us would argue that. We all have our, our, our awesome, unique traits. Um, the... <laughs> I was going to go somewhere and then you throw a compliment at me. I'm terrible. You know this. Both of you know this. I'm terrible at like receiving compliments and like, yeah, cool. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, thank you. Right there. Yeah. Like, like 
I, when it's um, something you're not used to, like, right? Like, so that, that is, that is like good, good awkwardness. Uh, yeah. Chip, if, you got, if you, if, if you got anything, go for it. I want to hit one more point. Um, whenever yeah, you get. I, I, I did have something, right? So the, and it comes all with the awkward and me not being able to receive a compliment. I, I, and I know it, the three of us personally ha- have this a lot where um, we, we pride ourselves um, on being like overly compassionate and like the best wingman ever, the best friend, the best supervisor. Let me take care of everybody as much as we want. And something that I, that, that I saw on social media this week kind of really struck a chord with me um, is it has to do with being assertive, right? Assertiveness. Um, and I've realized I haven't done this a lot for myself, like the, the assertiveness for myself. Uh, and you guys, I know there's been points in your career where you haven't done this enough. Um, but when you, uh, when your own needs aren't being taken care of uh, regularly, when, when you, your, your needs haven't been taken care of, whether it's your fault or your leader's fault, whoever it is, um, the terrible thing about that is when you finally do get your needs taken care of, it feels awfully selfish. Like, right. So like, I, I, and I might be phrasing this wrong, but I think I'm on the right key or the right point here. Um, whether you're going out there and being assertive and figuring out like, that's what I need to do is be more assertive and voice these things or whether or not somebody has recognized them and you are getting the things that, that you should get and you're getting taken care of. It's not being selfish, right? That's you got to take care of you. Uh, we, we had talked about this a few times already throughout this interview, uh, but that was something that was running through my head when you, when your own needs aren't met and then some of your needs finally get met and you, and it, and it and you feel selfish, it's not selfish, man. It's not selfish. Um, you're just a good person and you, you've done a lot. Um, and, and if you want to stop that from happening, if you want to stop it from uh, from feeling like it's selfish when good things happen to you or when your needs get met, um, the, the proactive way I think to handle that is, is to go out there and, and voice your concerns like, hey, I need a moment. I need some family time. I need to go whale watching with, with, the, with the wife and baby girl. I need to, uh, I need to go fishing today. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I need to take leave. I need to go to my kid's soccer game. I need to go to this family thing. I need a moment where I just sit in my room and play uh, PUBG all day long or, or whatever video game thing, um, or, or binge watch Netflix or, Hey, I need help coming up with a plan to become a senior NCO. Um, right. Take that time to take care of you. If you're, if you're feeling like taking care of you is being selfish, uh, it's the wrong, I, I think it's the wrong mindset to have. And it, it's been a struggle I've had throughout my career. I, where all I think about is, uh, a lot of the things I think about is how do I take care of what, uh, well, in particular, there's, 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 there's three of you right now, like me, me putting the needs of others before myself. Um, you, you can't forget about yourself, uh, engagers. You, you just can't, um, you get, you got to remember yourself. Rafi, uh, I, I'm done with that. So if you, I'm done on that. <laughs> if you wanted to go ahead and bring up that, that, powerful that last topic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you. This, this will go into like kind of like our closure, but uh, uh, we brought up a lot of different things, right? Like, like on um, building uh, a good organizational uh, 
culture and we, we touched a lot about, uh, about climate for, for those who like uh, to separate those. Um, but that said, like, I think like is key and like everything you do is you need to be sincere. You need to be sincere with your feedback. You need to be sincere with what you're doing with your people as well. When we talk about like, you know, people, we talked a little bit about like getting emotional with your people and stuff like that. Like you need to be sincere about that. And then also we did talk a lot about like some rule breaking, right? Like some, like, like, like I, I call Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, um, six rules to success. He talks about like break the rules, not the laws. But when you're breaking the rules, make sure you're not breaking the regs as, as well. Like it, it's not your place to, to break the regs. And I wanted to give an example about sincerity and like following the rules. So uh, at a base, uh, went, on a, went, on, went on a call. It was a uh, suicide call. And so we go on this call, we, you know, we get there secure, make sure the person's good to go. Uh, no weapons, no nothing. We wait for that person's first sergeant. Now, a, a first sergeant that comes to that situation, um, we as, as law enforcement are expecting that, per, that first sergeant to then take the scene and take this person to mental health or get them treatment, right? Well, this person came there and it like, I cannot express how fake it looked. But she acted like she was super emotional with her, sat on the bed with her. They talked, they hugged. And me and the other uh, law enforcement uh, personnel that were there, we we're just looking at each other like, this is fake. Like, it is beyond fake. And we were like, literally, we knew we were going to be back at this call, like probably like next shift or, or like we told the oncoming shift, like, get ready to get back there because she didn't take her to mental health. She didn't do the things that she was supposed to be doing. Those things are set there for a reason. When we talk about getting emotional and, and providing empathy to people and so on like that, that doesn't mean that you completely ignore what you're supposed to do as a leader. That means like you put yourself in that person's shoes, understand what they're going to and make the decision that you are supposed to make, like to get the mission done as well in the best interest of the mission and that person. That is what that means. So had that had that first sergeant done what they were supposed to do? Yes. Hey, I get what you're going through. I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to talk with you. Now let's get you over to mental health. That is a big difference between, hey, I get what you're doing through and I'm going to take the role on of myself of being mental health and talking through this when I have no business doing that. That is a huge difference when we talk about that. So being sincere and knowing your role is huge when it comes to that. Um, had that happened, we would have not had to go to this person's house again for a much more serious uh, call. So I just want to throw that out. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback that one and, and then I'm going to, I'm going to put you on this ice. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it right on you. I, I it, to me, it has a lot to do with accountability, uh, self-accountability and accountabilities of others and, and, and uh, having that empathy and, and, and care and understanding, but also having the courage to, to do what needs to get done. Um, and, and, and we say holding people accountable, holding yourself accountable. I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, some kind of law or punishment or administrative action, right? Like in that particular situation, the failure was that there was some guidance that was put in place and there was some things that that person should have done uh, and, and they didn't hold themselves accountable and they didn't do what they were supposed to do in that position and, and, and seek further help for that individual. Um, I, I think it's kind of a broad example of it, but there's there's been plenty of times where I've seen both of you do this, and and, and I'm going to put it on you, Kay, Kaylin, 
where, where you held leaders accountable or you held subordinates accountable and, and pointed out things that um, this is how it should be addressed or this is, this is how we need to, this, this is an issue. Uh, this is an issue. I've recognized this is an issue. This is how I would handle it. And this is how I think you should handle it as leader. Or I, I would make the suggestion to you um, that, it, that it wasn't handled correctly and, and, and how it should get moved forward to prevent this from happening in the future. Um, and if I'm off base with the accountability thing, uh, Rafi, I apologize, but I, I, I think, I don't think I am number one. And number two, uh, uh, Kaylin, like uh, that's, that's one of the things I've admired over the years is your courage to, to hold people accountable and pull them to the side and say, Hey, straighten up, fly right. You're, this isn't how it's supposed to go. You're not looking at this the right way. Let me give you a perspective that you didn't have. Um, and, and yeah, that's, it's on you ice. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, you're right. Like, uh, there's one thing, uh, there's one thing that definitely like, there comes a stage in self-assessment where if you're going to confront somebody with an issue and maybe they're thinking of their, their off course of, of, of trying to change something or trying to find a solution, you gotta be able to do some self-reflection and see like, all right, well, am I doing those things right though? You know, am I, is the person I'm getting ready to engage with, am I, am I in the right headspace, but also am I not a hypocrite to that as well? Um, but yeah, like <laughs> a lot of times though, growing up, me going and even doing that, asserting myself, maybe on the basis of sincerity and going to somebody and be like, hey, wrong move, wrong tactic. We need, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk this out before you take action. That came from me failing numerous times of opening my mouth to senior ranking people and <laughs> asserting myself into situations that I thought I needed to when um, maybe my voice uh, could have been uh, obviously given more tactfully. But uh, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, there was always most of the time something that I got them to think and think like, hey, did you take this into account? And um, yeah, there's a, a sometimes you gotta if it, it, if you're in a culture base, if you're in a culture rich environment where there is some form of trust, there should be no barrier to be able to address those issues. There should be no barrier. That's that is the definition. That is a facet of psychological safety. Is when you know right. you have psychological safety, you come together to address issues cohesively together in unity, and. Uh, if you don't have that, then there's some opportunity to self-assess and to study the climate of the organization of what's the best way to really talk about this. And it can't be one person's input. Uh, you know, it, we said earlier, and I, I hope we're on the same frame of mind. I would imagine we are, but we said it's the leader's responsibility, right? To, uh, to, to see issues and to address them, so on. As it is the leader's responsibility to take the action, it is everyone's responsibility to be able to study and to know that there's something wrong with the climate of the organization. It is everyone. Everyone has a part of culture, not the, just the leader. The leader is the one that drives, the leader is the one that steers so on, but it is everyone's component to be able to function and be part of culture and climate. Um, and if you, if you have that, if you have that arena and if everyone is inside the arena, not outside the arena, then you have that opportunity to, to be assertive and to kind of address issues and 
to to lead courageously every single day. Right, I I <laughs> agreed one hundred percent. I I one of the things I used to uh, love about working with you and as far as like addressing issues, uh, number one is that you addressed issues a lot. But um, when you needed to run something up, you'd always pull somebody to the side. And and I was fortunate enough to be that person a, a lot of times. Yeah, uh, hey, hey, Chip, let's go. Let's go to the smoke pit for a second. I got to talk to you about something. I'm going to bring this up with uh, insert leader's name. Uh, um, and, and you'd talk with me about it. And I, I this is how I want to approach it. And this is how I think I should address it. Um, this is my ideas on it. Tell me what you think about how I'm going to approach it, my ideas, and uh, do you think it's a good idea for me to even bring it up? And we and you and I would hash it out for 10, 15 minutes, and I would tell you my my perspective, it, um, it, you know, as somebody that had been in a little bit longer and what I thought leadership would say to it, um, or, or like maybe your uh, delivery should be a little bit different and include this thought or idea because you weren't thinking about this. Um, because you didn't know, like you're, you're just ignorant, uh, but the, 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 to, to that perception. Um, and that's why you're talking to me to begin with. Um, it, that was one of the things that I, I really, and then after we had the powwow and 99% of the time, you were like, all right, cool. I'm going to go address it. And, um, you would take into account all that feedback that you just got from me or from the team. If you address the whole team before you move forward with it, uh, and, and, and push it that way. Uh, uh, and, and that's where I was getting at with that. Like, it's get, giving, providing feedback and honesty comes back to that trust and psychological safety um, and understanding your people. So that way you can, uh, your team, so that way you can address issues like that outside of your organization or higher up in your organization to, to affect change the proper way for not just the mission involved, but, but the team that you work with to, to effectively contribute that mission. The uh, the Ramstein thing, um, y you had said it. I, uh, I and I'm going to end it on that. But uh, you know, there was there's it doesn't matter if it's Ramstein or Mildenhall or whatever base it is, right? We've all been in a work environment where all we did was show up for work and say, at some point, I'm going to go right out that gate and I'm going to be in England or I'm going to be in Germany or I'm going to be in Cali or Alaska and like whatever. And it's just a, a terrible mindset to have uh, for, for a healthy organization, for every of your members to be like, whatever, you, you know what, I'm going to get done with this 8, 10, 12, 14 hour shift. And, you know, I'm going to see that in the rear view and I'm going to go enjoy Switzerland because it's a three hour drive away from this terrible place. All right. Um, uh, and, and if you're feeling that way uh, or if people on your team are feeling that way, it's on all of us to, to, figure out that that number one, that that's an issue. And number two, as leaders, how we make it so it's not an issue. Um, I'll leave it at, I'll leave it at that. I think um, we've got a lot of content to go through and we've got tons to talk about and, and, and you need to hit the road and take the girls out to, to South Alaska and see some whales, brother. I really appreciate your time. I don't know if there's anything you want to add in closing um, or either Rafi or, or Kaylin. Um, Rafi, I'll let you go first. So we let Kaylin have the, the goodbye on the way out of here. All right, Engagers, I appreciate you guys coming on and going through this. This is uh, my first recording in Mississippi, so super excited to have been here with you guys. Yeah, Kaylin, uh, any any closing SaaS projects? Any uh, 
new air, air power models you want to put out there or podcasts or suggestions, ideas, anything like that, or shout outs to anybody? Well, first gratitude always, uh, Brandon, man, I'm so happy to be able to connect with you. It was an honor to be able to spend part of my time at Ramstein, just being able to see you grow. Um, I'll never forget the day that you made staff sorry, man. And we were decorating the office to be able to celebrate you, man. Like, uh, you're stud for sure. But more importantly, uh, I grew so much just being able to observe you and to see how you interact with people. And you really allowed me to blossom as a tech sergeant to be able to uh, be part of that time with you. So I'm grateful for you, man, tremendously. Ralphie, thanks. Uh, it's awesome to meet you, man. You got your head on your shoulders like right. I'm so excited. I hope that we get to cross paths in the future and everything. Uh, I'll be heading back to the career field in 2023. I hope one day that we can push a flight together, do something with each other. But you are intricate, man. Like you are extremely intellectual. And uh, that is one of your strong suits. But I, uh, I connect with you big time, man. You're definitely an inspiration. I know that you're really leading others. Chip, brother, all day, man. Iceman and Matt, like here we are years later, but your journey has been unbelievably rewarding to watch. And uh, I'm extremely proud to know you. I'm extremely proud for all the, the mentorship that you've given me over the years. I'm a senior NCO because you, you grew me into one. And uh, you make me very proud to know, all three of you make me very proud to know that we have people like this in our Air Force that are having these discussions. And Chip, you and I have always had these discussions and uh, I'm grateful to see that it's now on a public platform for people to witness because uh, you are one of the bravest people I've ever met um, in life, not just uh, the Air Force, but in life. And uh, I'm grateful for your heart. I'm grateful for your sincerity. I'm grateful for your connection uh, with others and then myself. For our, your followers, I just wanna say, A, I love, uh, I, I re really do love the title of this podcast, uh, but we also talked about, I came up, I wrote it down on my piece of paper. I always take notes, but we were talking about institutionalization like earlier. And I thought, oh man, institutionalized. That's a sweet title for a podcast. <laughs> I, may, I may start that in the future, like a new military leadership podcast called Institutionalized. So, um, but for all the followers, like uh, grateful for your time, grateful to connect with you. I hope anyone can obviously reach out to me over here at IELTSEN, but Discussions like this have to happen. They have to happen. Um, this is how we grow with each other. This is how uh, we change the mentality and the stigmas that exist in our communities. Um, but to be able to address things, to be able to see other different lenses, to be able to see other opinions of how people live their lives, this is how we learn. This is how we grow, so on. So um, to just have a little bit of part of that today and to start my Sunday off, it is now eight o'clock in the morning. So we did a full two hours, which is dope. Um, and I think we're <laughs> probably up to 35 degrees now, which is dope. Um, I'm really <laughs> to start my Sunday like this and to start my weekend off. So I'm blessed. I appreciate every single one of you guys lead boldly, lead with compassion, lead always with the mindset that team is everything. Yeah. Appreciate you, brother. I really, I, I super excited. I knew you would say yes, obviously, I, I, uh, as soon as I asked, um, just, just like, you know, I'd always say yes to you. Uh, I, I, so happy that I've had you uh, as a friend and as a wingman and as a mentor too, as well. Um, I, 
I can't I can't even express all the great fun and the great ways that we've learned throughout throughout the years together. Uh, how much you and I's interaction has, has helped me with with the other two people in this podcast, as, as well as others and vice versa. I, I know uh, I, I've done the same for you. Um, I appreciate your time. Please do me a favor. Send me a picture of some whales later on or, or whatever you guys are checking on the coast. Give uh, Captain Chaos and and, uh, and Jones a hug for me, uh, a big old hug. And I'll do the same for you all I'll, as soon as I run into the, the, the fam next week. And I'll give uh, Sasha and the twins and, uh, and, and Lex a big hug from you all. I uh, appreciate your time, brother. Um, until next time, humans, uh, stay safe, communicate, build that trust, build your teams. Uh, see you, humans. Stay tuned, engagers. If you like that episode, please like and subscribe. Also, follow us on Facebook. If you wish to make contact with the JBMDL Diversity and Inclusion Working Group, please email 87abw.cvb.diversityinclusion at us.af.mil.